Up For It with Courtney Ammenhauser. The best of the week. Some more exciting answers to the baffling and intriguing questions of science. Up and out of science on FBI. I mentioned before that we have a special guest joining us for Up and Adam this morning. I have Rebecca Poulsen or DJ Baxter to talk about her research and DJing. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I love uh, this beautiful meld of music and science. Uh, Alice and I love to talk about uh, these two topics and how they can come together. And your work does exactly that. Um, Before we start talking about your work and your science studies, your research, can you tell me about your work as a DJ? Yeah, sure. Um, I started... Um, writing and producing music in the mid-90s and actually started DJing a bit after that um, towards the late 90s. And um, I started in Brisbane but then moved to Sydney, um, 98 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was touring and you know, <laughs> releasing um, CDs and vinyl and, and all that sort of thing for, for quite a while. Um, I'm still doing gigs now and then, even this weekend, I'm in Sydney, so. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you playing this weekend? Um, It's an event called Sounds of the Underground by um, Trans Central, so they get some of the old school DJs up and um, they've got, uh, you know, they play vinyl or whatever, whatever, but it's all classic tunes. Yeah, how good. And yeah, like you said, you know, in between your DJ gigs, uh, which you're still doing, you're uh, studying at the University of Queensland. Can you t- tell me about your your studies in science? Yeah, sure. I'm doing a PhD at the Queensland Brain Institute at University of Queensland, and I'm looking at auditory processing. And the model that we use is a little uh, zebrafish larvae. So they're about three millimetres long. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we use them is because what we want to look at is the entire brain and there's not many models that you can look at the entire brain and see actual individual neurons or brain cells lighting up and we can do like play sounds to the fish and um, and see how they process sounds. Yeah, it's so cool. I love this whole idea. And, you know, like you said, just it's so sweet to imagine like these cute little fish listening to tracks. And one of the songs that you have chosen to help kind of illuminate the brain, perhaps you could say, is this song. Have a time. I mean, you were saying before that you like to uh, play some old school tunes in your sets. What was the um, thinking behind choosing this track for your research? <laughs> I don't normally play MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I did love, I was a bit little when, when he was, um, when that track came out. Yeah, true. I loved the dance joke. Um, so in the, in the paper that's out, uh, it doesn't include MC Hammer, funny enough. It's, <laughs> it's more basic sounds that, that kind of reflect the, the types of sounds that the fish may hear in nature. Mm-hmm. We're looking at really complex sounds. But the thing behind MC Hammer is um, it's, it's, it was sort of started out as a joke. So <laughs> I follow him on Twitter and he's a bit of a science buff. He really likes to retweet science and, and we 
um, myself and some others in the lab said, wouldn't it be funny <clears throat> if we um, played the fish MC hammer at the end of one of our other experiments and then posted it with the paper to see if you retweeted it? <laughs> retweet it. And, Clever. Um, yeah, so it, it kind of went a bit more crazy than I thought and uh, <laughs> it got a bit more attention than I thought. But that's it's nice because it spreads the word about the science that we're doing. Yeah, it's been picked up by, you know, Vice, The Guardian, lots of people are writing about it. I'm speaking to Rebecca Paulson, a.k.a. DJ Bexter. Good morning. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, we were just chatting about the work that you do. You know, you've, you've had careers in, in science and music. And I wanted to ask you if your experience with music and composition helps to inform your science work. I think it does to a certain extent. I mean, um, I did study um, music technology uh, at the Queensland Conservatory of Music back before I started my music career. And we did, you know, studied acoustics. Um, when you're doing music production, you, you're looking at sound design. Uh, and, you know, you're looking at really complex sounds and building sounds from scratch when you're writing electronic music. And I think just having that awareness of how complex sounds can be, um, it, it kind of helped because a lot of the previous research into hearing, particularly for, for zebrafish, has been like a sound test, so like single frequencies to see what their hearing range is. But I wanted to go a bit further than that to try and work out if they can tell the difference between a really complex sound like white noise, which is all the frequencies, compared to a really simple sound like a single frequency. And it, and it turns out that they can pull apart different components of a complex sound and make sense of it. Which wow. Is kind of cool. Yeah. Do, does this kind of discovery in the zebrafish brain inform what we know about other animals? Yeah, it, it does. And um, so the, some of the brain regions that are involved in auditory processing in the fish are actually linked to brain regions in mammals and humans. So because we can't image actual neurons firing in other models and in humans, this kind of gives us a bit more detail about what, you know, so it's like fundamental research. So what, what can we look at when we look at auditory processing in, in humans? And it can inform research questions in other models. Yeah. And we were t chatting before about... Um the paper that you've uh, written and also talking about how it, it went viral because of like the MC Hammer link to train. I mean, that was a clever strategy, I reckon, and it got picked up. Did you, has there been anything that's kind of been missed, like any of the, the substance or the heart of the research um, because of the, the virality of it? I mean, um, no, when I've, when I've spoken to people directly, um, you know, I make sure that I don't just talk about MC Hammer because yeah. <laughs> it's more interesting than just playing it to a, a piece of music, you know. Um, to me, anyway, <laughs> sound and auditory processing is an interesting and really complicated thing. Mm. So, I, you know, most people have taken that message and, and, and um, used that as well as the sensationalised MC Hammer thing. Yeah. 
It's really interesting uh, field of research. And before I let you go this morning, Rebecca, I wanted to ask about um, your decision to go and study neuroscience um, after being in the music biz. I mean, you're saying you studied music technology. What was kind of the catalyst to go back and study neuroscience? It was it was sort of an opportunity based thing. So mm. I've always been a neuroscience fan. Like, um, so I kind of studied it unofficially for, for years. You know, yeah. the brain is, to me is just super interesting and, and complicated. And, and a, a PhD scholarship came up in the lab that I'm in. And I thought, hmm, okay, let's have a go. <laughs> let's apply. And it, it, it happened. So um, I'm so glad it did because it, it has been a really amazing journey. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that it was kind of just, you know, something you're always interested in at the right time and the right opportunity came along and you could really jump on that. We'll put links to the articles um, about Rebecca Poulsen's work on our website. You can head to fbiradio.com to check them out. Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on Up and Adam this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me. No worries. Bye. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. FBIRadio.com